Hey guys, what's going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. What is up today, man? I am uh, I'm in town. I started my podcast earlier, and then uh, I stopped it, and I said, you know what? I'm just gonna start all over. So, starting all over, fresh, new. Um, just got to town. So, um, yesterday, man, I I knocked out a few lawns. I think I did about ten, and I'm pretty much done for the week. So, one day of mowing this week and I'm done. It's just so brown, so dusty, so dry. Uh, a lot of the lawns that I knocked out yesterday, it had been like two weeks, three weeks on one lawn uh, just because it's so brown, so dry and dusty. Nothing's growing. I mean, nothing at all is growing. It's crazy. It's like, I don't know, out of 21 years of doing lawn care, this is by far one of the uh, worst seasons we've had. I think we've had like three seasons that I can remember like this and this is one of them so it's bad it's um it is what it is there's no irrigation here no one irrigates or has any sprinkler system set up so it's if we don't get rain we're not mowing and that's where we're at right now so uh, i switching the gears here a little bit and doing the ventrac work now so um i had to run to town this morning and gather some parts gather some uh, things up so I can get that Ventrac ready to roll. I want to go through it really good and make sure it's uh, ready to go before I get out there on that big job because uh, last time it took me like 40 hours to tackle this job. It's a huge job, 13 acres, and just took me a long time. Now, I don't think it'll take 40 hours this time. I think I can knock it out hopefully in about 20 hours, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm wanting to do some more things while I'm out there. Like I mentioned uh, yesterday, I'm wanting to cut some trees down and move some stump, uh, move some logs and some debris out of the way. So it may take a little bit longer, but I'm hoping I can get in there, get it done. And I'm going to video too, so it will take a little bit longer uh, setting the camera up, moving it around, doing some videoing. Uh, it is what it is. That's just part of it. It's like you can get the job done a whole lot quicker if you don't video, but if you don't take time to video, then you're not going to have any content. And I'm trying to uh, create more content for the channel and show you guys what the Ventrac can do. So I'm going to have that camera set up, move it around, and uh, hopefully get some good footage of the Ventrac and the Tough Cut knocking down a whole lot of stuff. So I've actually, uh, let's see, what do I have here so far? I have some oil for um, our RAV. We have a Toyota RAV. It takes 0W16 oil. That's like crazy, but 0W16, full synthetic. I think I got the mobile ones, what I use. And then I got um, I got the Ventrac oil. It's 10W30, full synthetic, which is kind of weird, but um, most, you know, most mowers, equipment, they don't really recommend 10W30, but that's what Ventrac recommends. So I have full synthetic 10w30 for the ventrac i'm going to be changing that oil i already have the briggs oil filter so i'm good there i didn't have to pick one of those up i try to keep like one on hand i think i got like three or four because uh the ventrac takes that same oil filter and then the right zk and uh let's see yeah just the right zk uh takes the same oil filter as the ventrac so um, I have several of those filters on hand. And then I just went by my local dealer, B&W Lawnmower. 
they're my local dealer that sells uh, Ferris mowers, Gravely mowers. They just picked up the Wright brand since I've been in contact with Wright. So now they have Wright mowers. And I swung by there and picked up a fuel filter. So I didn't know, man. I, this ventrac has been acting up on me. It's just been cutting out. So it'll, it'll run uh, just fine. And it's been doing this since I've had it, since like brand new. But when I first got it, it didn't do it very often. It was like one one time every you know few months or so two or three months it would do it but now it's like all the time and it's like every job that I'm on it will uh it will do it the other day I was leveling out an area for a pool and trying to get it nice and smooth and level and the vent track died on me like three times on that one job and it took like 30 minutes 45 minutes for it to start back up so it's a pain it's super annoying it definitely, uh, you know, it just slows me down. So, um, first thing I'm going to try, it seems like it's a fuel issue. It could be electric, you know, electrical issue. I'm hoping it's not. Hoping it's just something simple, easy fix. But it's one of those things we're just going to have to just replace this. Um, so, I got the fuel filter here. I just picked it up at BMW. They had it in stock, which I didn't know if they would. You know, they're not a Ventrac dealer, but... I knew it was uh, probably a common fuel filter for small engines. And so, um, Briggs & Stratton, same filter. The part number is 844-793. So, it's one of those longer fuel filters. So, a lot of times you see the plastic, clear-looking uh, fuel filters, inline fuel filters that are on your, uh, you know, on your engine there. Usually it's a shorter one. This one's the longer one, so it's, I don't know, it's a couple inches long. Um, but anyways, they had it in stock, man. I was super excited. I was like, I don't, I didn't know if they would or not. Uh, I've seen the small ones there. Of course, they carried those, but they had these. So, good news, man. I have, uh, I went ahead and picked up an extra, so I have two fuel filters in case I need to swap those out um, sometime. So, got two fuel filters. I'm going to replace one of those today. When I get back, I'm going to change the oil. I actually have an oil pressure um, switch that needs to be replaced as well. So, I'll do that too. Swap that out uh, as I change the oil. Um, I've already swapped that one out once before, uh, probably 200 hours or so. And the, this one's leaking again. So, I'm going to go ahead and swap it out and hopefully... Man, I'm hoping that it will uh, it will hold up. This just hasn't held up, man. I tell you, I've had several issues with the Ventrac. Super nice machine. It does a, a just an outstanding job at what it does. But I've had several little issues. But you'll have that with all brands, all different pieces of equipment. You're going to have issues. Just got to work through it, and just have to have a dealer that's willing to help you out and get you back up and running and shout out to crossroads lawn and garden because they've been helping me out they've been helping me try to figure out what's going on and and what to check for what to look for so i'm super thankful for crossroads lawn and garden they're my uh, local ventrac dealer they're located in benton kentucky which is western kentucky about two two and a half hours from uh here where i'm at and so they've kind of walked me through a few things, told me what to look for, uh, 
we kind of agreed to replace the fuel filter first and just kind of go from there and see what we can uh, figure out. So with it, there is a uh, inline fuel pump on this uh, bin track. So when you turn the key, you can kind of hear it, you know, start up, kind of clicks, clicks, clicks. Uh, you can hear that. So the fuel pump is working. It's turning on. It's working when you turn the key. So um, I don't think it's the fuel pump, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to pay more attention to it when it when the uh, when the vent track actually shuts down and it's not starting. I'm gonna have to turn the key to see if I can hear that fuel pump kick on. And then there's something on the carburetor. There's like a magnetic thing uh, on the carb side where it uh, you can hear it click. So uh, on one side of the tractor, when you turn the key, you can hear a little click before you hear the fuel pump start kicking on. So I need to listen for that too. I've already listened to it right now. I can hear it. But when it starts, when we start having the issues, I really need to listen to it again and see if I can hear that click by the carburetor. And if I can, that means it's working. And if I can hear the fuel pump kick on, that means it's working. And so we need to try to eliminate what we can and figure this out, man, because uh, if, if I can't figure it out, it's going to be one of those deals where I just take it over to Crossroads and let them figure it out, but I would like to uh, try to fix it myself if I can. Um, it's a long ways over there. If I do drive all the way to Crossroads, I'm out of work that day, and then if I have to go, you know, drop it off, come back and then when they get it back up and running I have to take another full day out just to drive over there and pick it up and bring it back home it's like two days of just wasted driving and not being able to make any money getting work done so I try not to go over there if I can keep from it but may have to make a trip over there to crossroads I don't know we'll see we'll see if we can figure something out hopefully I can but stay tuned man Stay tuned. I got this big job lined up, and uh, I got a couple of calls that came in yesterday for brush mowing. So it looks like, um, you know, people are thinking about getting that field or that overgrown area knocked down. So I'm I'm really praying that the uh, Ventrac tough cut work just starts piling up because I know the mowing's it's came to a complete halt now. I just you know, just being uh, 100% transparent, there is going to be no mowing this week and maybe not even next week. So it's all up to the Ventrac. I got to get that machine in tip-top shape, running, and uh, if not, man, I'm not making any money. So it's already 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, picked up all my supplies. I'm heading back to the house right now. Going to get started on the Ventrac, tearing it apart and replacing the fuel filter, oil filter, oil, changing that out. And then hopefully I need to grease the uh, Ventrac, so I'll have to spend time going over the machine and greasing it. It's like anytime you get a new piece of equipment, and mowers are kind of pretty similar. Like all mowers are pretty well the same. You kind of know uh, the grease points, that where the grease fittings are, um, maybe around the casters, around the spindles, pulleys, idler arms. Um, things like that. You kind of know where to look for um, the grease points on a zero turn. Maybe it's the deck lift where it goes up and down. Any 
moving parts or, or where it turns or moves, there's more than likely going to be some grease fittings there. But on the Ventrac, it's a completely new animal. I've greased it several times, but at the same time, every time I go to grease it, it's like it's like starting all over again because uh, I've only done it a few times and it's one of those things where um, you have to like go through the whole machine again. Now, where were those grease points? Now, where were those fittings? So it'll probably take me some time to go through the Ventrac, figure it all out, figure out where the grease points are and uh, get that thing greased up ready to go make sure it's taking grease that's another thing i have such a hard time with these uh, alamites um, just you know taking grease but hopefully hopefully i'll get lucky today and they'll all take grease and i'll be uh, good to go i hear a little squeak in the um, oh i don't know what what they call it like the pivot arm in the middle of the machine where it articulates and so uh, occasionally that will happen. You grease it down real good. That's kind of one of the areas where it just it you got to constantly keep it greased because it will. Uh, I mean, it's con you're constantly moving the tractor, constantly turning, and so it uh, it constantly needs to be greased. So I'll have to make sure I do that because, like I said, it's squeaking right now, making a little squeak, and uh, shoot a little grease to it. Should be good to go. But super excited to get the Ventrac out and do something a little different because, man, I've been on the mowers, been on the mowers, been on the mowers. And I'm really, uh, not really burnt out, but just ready for a change, ready for something different. And that's where the Ventrac really comes in handy because there's so much you can do with that one machine. Uh, you can have multiple attachments. I'm even thinking about right now, even considering, I don't know, I, I was thinking about it last night. It would be a huge, like, change but switching things up and maybe even getting the uh, the leaf vacuum. They make a leaf vacuum for the Ventrac. And basically you can mount it. It mounts to the back of your uh, machine. Now I don't know how, when I'll get this, but just throwing around the idea, you know, of uh, potentially getting it. But if I do get it, I have to get a mower deck because in order to, you can't use it on the tough cut. You have to get a, like a side discharge mower deck. So I would have to get the mower deck for the front, the side discharge, and then I would have to get like the bagger, the whole vacuum bagging system for the back. And it is super expensive. I looked it up yesterday just for the bagger, just for the vacuum. Now it's more than a bagger. I say a bagger, but it's way more than that. It's a vacuum, uh, has a tube coming from the discharge chute all the way back to the back where the bagger is, but on top of that, the bagger on the back of the Ventrac will, will raise up all the way um, up to dump into like a dump trailer. So it goes up super high, but that's pretty cool, man. It's it's pretty convenient because you can literally drive this Ventrac around mowing and mulching and mowing um, leaves and debris, shooting it into the tube, into the bagger, you know, to the back of the Ventrac, and then you can take it over and you can dump it in the uh, dump trailer. So save a whole lot of time. Instead of blowing all those leaves like I typically do um, and then blowing them to a pile, you know, it takes forever. It takes forever to blow leaves into a pile. Even if you have the best of the best, PB9010, um, Husqvarna, you know, 580, BTS, Mark, Mark III or whatever it is, 
you can have the biggest, baddest blower, the Steel BR-800, or what is it now? Is it 800? Can't remember, but anyways, the biggest, baddest blower, and it's still going to take you a long time on the properties that I have, because we're talking about acres and acres of property that you have to clean up. So I was thinking, man, I could get the bin track, I could put a uh, mower deck on the front, and instead of spending all my time blowing the leaves around, I could hook that deck up, get that leaf back, and suck up the leaves, and literally cut my time probably in half or maybe even more. And then if I needed to go back and kind of blow the leaves around, I could kind of do that maybe. I don't know. It's just something I'm thinking about. Just trying to figure out ways to become more efficient, ways to be able to get in and out quicker, make more money per hour. But it comes at a cost, man. I've already spent a ton of money on my whole leaf seed set up. So I don't know. It may be something I'm, it's probably something I probably won't do um, anytime soon. But in the future, I don't know, maybe something to think about, you know. Just trying to figure out ways now that it's dry and the mowing's, you know, there's no mowing going on. Just thinking of ways to use the Ventrac uh, this fall. Already thinking about fall and just kind of planning, preparing, and uh, try to figure it all out. I even thought about just getting rid of the leaf loader, which I don't know. It'd be hard to do. It would be hard to just get rid of that and sell it, but... At the same time, if I had the vac, you know, I could get in there and vac up the leaves with the Ventrac and the uh, mower deck and the and the uh, leaf vacuum. And then just go over and dump them in the dump trailer, you know, instead of having to blow them to the trailer. Um, because when you blow them to the trailer and you push them with that leaf plow, it packs those leaves in there tight, man. And it's hard to get the vacuum in there, the leaf loader, and suck them up. So, I don't know, just something to think about. I'm just I'm just I'm just thinking of ways to uh make it more efficient this fall. But uh you know when it's dry like this, you got to think of ways to uh to make money. Like I mentioned before, you can go around doing some um landscape work, some clean outs, some tear outs, um doing some clean up landscape, you know, bed cleanups there. Um just thinking of different ways because if the tough cut work does dry up a little bit, and the mowing's dried up. I gotta figure out ways to make some income, man. I can't just sit around and wait for the uh, rain to come, or wait for the grass to green up, and wait for the grass to grow. I gotta get out there and get and get busy. So, when you run a business, lawn care, landscaping, you constantly are are looking at ways to make money. At least I am. I'm constantly looking at ways to make money. I've made it super efficient uh, this year to make some really good money mowing and it's been working out really really well but all of a sudden man that has come to a complete halt and i mean a complete halt and it's like time to switch gears and uh, think about other services to provide and that's where i'm at right now i gotta really push it hard to uh you know to provide some different services so if you got a lawn care business man that's just part of it. It's part of what you have to do. If you want to provide for the family, my wife does not work. She takes care of the kids. She's, she's at home every day taking care of our two girls. And I'm out. My whole, my whole job right now is to provide for the family, provide for my wife, my two little girls. And so that's what I have to do, man, every single day, every single day. Got to get out. That's what I got to do. 
So, you know, I'm constantly thinking about ways to, uh, to make money. Um, also thinking about the social media side of things, uh, creating content and things like that. It's like, how can I, uh, monetize that, you know, a little bit more in the future, um, with the, uh, you know, mowing season kind of drying up right now. Um, just all these options, man, you can go every, every which way. I mean, there's so many different ways you can, you can take of any business, you know, whether that's landscaping, mowing, lawn care, um, maybe you do excavation or skid steer work, tractor work, or, uh, you know, any type of business, man, you can make it your own. You can, you can do whatever you, whatever you feel like doing. Um, you can market those areas and see what happens, man. That's a cool thing about it. That's why I like lawn care so much because times like these, you can experiment and try different things. Like if the grass was growing like crazy and it was raining like crazy, the only thing I would be focused on right now was getting those lawns mowed, getting those lawns mowed every single day, every single week, every single month. But because of the drought, because of the dry weather, because the grass is not growing, it allows me to focus on other things. And I really like that. I mean, um, it would be nice if the grass was still pretty and green and growing, but it kind of gives me a break from that and allows me to switch gears and think about other ways to make money. And, uh, you know, when I first started the lawn care business 21 years ago, it was like, it was, it was exciting. It was an adventure because of the, of the unknown, I guess, because I didn't know, um, I didn't know how it would go. I didn't know, uh, what would happen, but it's fun, like building a business, building it from scratch, building it from absolutely nothing. Uh, I didn't have any lawns at all, no customers, no equipment, and I just started building. And so 21 years later, I can look and see like, man, I built this whole thing by myself. And, you know, uh, looking at the future, it's like, there's no telling what I can build in the future as far as like the social, the social media side of things, the content side of things. And on top of that, like different areas or different services that maybe I can provide that I'm not really all in right now. Like more of the tough cut work, more of the lawn renovation, more of the power raking, uh, etc. So it's just super exciting, uh, super fun to run a lawn care business. I like the adventure. I like the journey. I like to, uh, you know, to figure out new ways to do things and figure out, yeah, just figure it all out, man. It's just, it's just fun. It's been fun this, this whole time I've been doing the lawn care business. So anyways, wherever you're at right now, whatever you're doing, um, just think of, you know, think outside the box. Don't, don't be so focused on that one thing, whether it's mowing, whether it's landscaping, whether it's mulch installs, whether it's, uh, tear outs and, and uh, landscape designs. Think of like other ways. Look at other people. Look at what other people are doing and uh, try different things, man. Try different things. You never know what one little change, you know, can make in your business or in your life. And so just want to encourage you guys to to just try new things, do new things, uh, fail a lot because I think the, the, the majority of my learning came from failure and I failed a whole lot and it took me a long time to get to where I'm at but 
I will say I'm thankful for failing. I'm thankful for uh, trying things out, and I'm thankful for for where I'm at right now. So, if you guys are uh, are thinking about your business, you're thinking about different uh, options, maybe different services you can provide, or or different ways to take your business, just do it. Just do it, man. Maybe you've been like Aaron Sutter. He's he was thought about the tractor work for a long time, and uh, I, I will tell you this. It's it's smart to really think about it. It's smart to analyze it. But at the same time, there comes a point where um, it's like a teeter-totter. You know, you're on one side, you're up in the air, and then you go down and the other person goes up in the air while, we, while, while you are down at the very bottom with your feet on the ground. If you just sit there and analyze things, and and don't take action, you're going to just stay there. So whatever you're thinking about right now, analyze it, figure it out, but then be quick to make that decision and to use your feet to push yourself back up so that teeter-totter will go back up, and before you know it, you'll be at the top again. And same thing with your lawn care business, man. Don't just sit at the bottom with your feet on the ground. Figure it out, analyze it, make quick decisions, and just uh, just push off with your feet and see where you end up, man. You may only go halfway up the teeter-totter and come back down. That's okay. You can start again. Push yourself off again. Do something different. Add a new service. Uh, figure it out and uh, see what happens. You know, Before you know it, you'll be back and forth, up and down on that teeter-totter. And that's life. That's how life is. That's how your business is. Um, it's just a roller coaster, man. It's a constant... Um, just constant back and forth, up and down motion of just trying to figure it out. Trying something, see what works. Uh, but the main thing is make those those decisions fast so you can figure out the results. The faster you make those decisions, the faster you'll receive the results, whether they're good or bad. And it doesn't matter. And they may be terrible decisions, and you may get terrible results, but you can say, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try something different. And you can try it again. Try to make your decisions fast and accurate and uh, see if that decision's a little better. And, uh, yeah, just for life and business, man, that's, that's what I try to do. I try to um, quickly make my decision, just go for it, and see what happens. So just want to encourage you guys, whatever you're thinking about right now, whatever's on your mind, just um, analyze it. Figure it out and take action, man. Take action. That's the main, that's the most important step. Like Aaron, he analyzed it. He uh, he was thinking about the tractor work. He he was going back and forth between a traditional tractor and a Ventrac. And he analyzed the pros and cons. Probably so much that he wanted to pull his hair out. He probably talked about it so much his wife got tired of hearing it. And he probably... Um, thought about it so much it just drove him crazy but eventually he made the the decision he decided to go with the Ventrac and from what I can tell it looks like there's no turning back man it looks like he's doing really well it looks like he's uh, picking up jobs and it looks like it's going to be something that will really help him out uh, in his business and I think he enjoys the work he enjoys the power raking the transformations on those driveways watching a you know, pulling up to a property or a driveway and seeing it all rutted up with potholes and and uh, just 
just nasty looking and going over it with the Ventrac and the power rake and like completely transforming it in a matter of you know minutes or a matter of an hour or two and so uh yeah he's been doing really good with that but yeah like Aaron like um like these other guys that you see just analyze things as much as you can but make quick decisions and then act on it and see what happens man see what happens so that's all i got man i gotta get off here get the vent track done and uh get to work so i appreciate you guys listening to another episode shoot me a message let me know what you guys think and uh hope you guys are having a good day we'll catch you in the next one and as always hey god provides